Good evening and welcome to show 75 of the Over 35's podcast. It's the Diamond Anniversary Show. Oh, God, is that right? Is it Diamond 75? Yeah, 75. Yeah. Yeah, I would have no idea. I've been, I've been married 14 years this time, I think it is. Could be What's 50. the gift you're supposed to give on the 14th anniversary? I have no idea. What is it? <laughs> Me neither. You don't know. I don't, don't know. No. I could probably find it for you. Disgusting. Oh, well, look anyway. it up. You can tell me. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we've got uh, the Duke here. Do not try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon. There is no spoon? Then you'll see that it is not the spoon that bends. It is only yourself. The Matrix Reloaded. No, just the first no, Matrix. No, the Matrix 1. That is right. not in the first Matrix. Yes, it is. When he first oh goes my to meet God. the Oracle. He doesn't meet the Oracle in the first one. He meets the Oracle in the second drugs? film. Are you on drugs? That, Are you is, on that is the second. I, I would bet my life on that. Being Fine. The, uh, you're dead. That, I'm not. Dead. Don't argue with me about the Matrix, dude. I'm I will, sure that's does, in does visit the Oracle in Seriously. all Matrix films. Okay, one, two, Stu, three. if you're really willing to put money on this, then if you're wrong, you owe me a thousand Microsoft points. Because no, I, I know I'm it. right. Now I could be wrong. Now I'm doubting myself. All right, then. <laughs> Look, I'll take your word for it, then. I'm yes. Missed. I was convinced that's the second one. No, it's not the second one. It's from the first one. Jeez, even I know that. <laughs> I've, just bought, I've just bought the Matrix on Blu-ray as well. For what it? I well, started, apparently I haven't watched it on Blu-ray. I started watching it, and then my wife came home, so I had to stop. So I never watched it all the way through again. Was she anti-Matrix or something? Turn that <laughs> off. She doesn't know. She's not overly keen on it, it has to you be said. You're going to buy a $14,000 plow just because you make that noise? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was I the want Matrix. It, I want it. From the Matrix, anyway, whichever one. And, um, <laughs> and we've got Ginny here, of course. <laughs> yeah, hello, hello, hello. Uh, so how are hello. you guys tonight? You good? 14th wedding anniversary, you're supposed to give ivory. Ivory? No, that's a bit yeah. expensive. And illegal. Well, and it's mean to elephants. needless to say. I think I'm getting trouble. Yes. Ivory. So yeah. a modern anniversary gift counterpart is gold. That's a bit of a jump. Maybe you'd have to get, like, an ivory-colored plate or something. That would do. Yeah, there you go. So a piano key. There you go, piano key. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're not gonna touch too much on Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> Modern Warfare Two, you know, I love this, I love the multiplayer. It's so cool. It's a seriously be quiet because we, <laughs> we talked it to death on last week's show. So yeah, but people are know. still hungry for more. What do you think people have been playing? What, what do you think people more? Care about? No, seriously, what more can you say about it? Seriously, <laughs> it's awesome. I know, we know that already. Supposedly. Well, maybe you don't want to hear what I had to say, but what about like somebody famous? Well, no, that's in a minute. That's in a minute. I just wanted to mention something. Um, I was in the takeaway the other night, going to pick up a Chinese, had friends around. And whilst I was sat there, there was two guys, probably about my age, to be honest, with you, about 35 to 40 ish. Uh, Whatever. Sat- get, get on you, Channer. Did you know they were 50? <laughs> There's a flat cap. That's so funny. Anyway. All right, there. How you doing, Stu? You like games, do you? <laughs> That's brilliant. Anyway, so we were, so I'm sat there right now. I was obviously earwigging to them talking, and one was saying to the other, he said, uh, he said, hey, do, do you know what? He said, I think I'm going to pick one of them Xbox things up. Right. And the other guy said, oh, are you into games? He went, no, not really. And he said, well, what are you picking one of them up for? Oh, 
well, there's this game just released called Urban Warfare. (laughs) (laughs) I I nearly corrected him, I have to say. I was very tempted, but then I thought it was funnier if I didn't bother. So he was going to pick up Urban Warfare, and it was one of these uh, really good war games, apparently. That's the... That's the official review on IGN. It's a really good war game. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, do you know when you sit there thinking, oh my god. And and then and then the next thought that crossed my mind was there's this guy who's obviously never played a game in his life before. And let's be honest here, Modern Warfare 2 is predominantly a multiplayer experience. Can you imagine him being thrown into a lobby of players who played it for sort of... I wouldn't say it's a multiplayer experience. Yeah, right. Uh, I would, no, I wouldn't say it's probably multiplayer. I'd say the single player. A lot of people play it for the single player. Yeah, well, a lot of people are disappointed with the single player also, which we'll come on to. Um, yeah, people who are me. putting anonymous re- uh, reviews oh, on Metacritic are upset with the single. No, player. No, no, more people. <laughs> now you're you're in the minority, Mister Chin, if you if you think it's a good single player, because the majority of people I've spoken to are, are, a, are a bit sort of meh. Yeah, wow. The people he spoke to at his office who've never played. <laughs> you spoke to everyone that's played the game. No, but I mean, there's a lot of views around, and the majority of them I've read, and Charlie Brooker gives his viewpoints on it also, <laughs> who so you quite Brooker respect, is... don't you? Incidentally, do you not? You respect what? Charlie Brooker? Well, you know, do you want to see what Charlie Brooker said about the game? Come on then, try and catch me out. Okay. It's not work. This is what Charlie Brooker said. Finish Modern Warfare 2, but you've got to argue his points. If you're going to win this argument, you've got to give solid reasons why he's wrong. And you have okay. to do it the way he did, fair? 140 characters at a time. Yeah, is that fair? Is that fair? Yeah, fine, fine. Uh, Finished Modern Warfare 2 last night, after all. It's all right. The more I think about that airport bit, the more I think Infinity Ward have lost their minds. Do you agree or disagree with that? I disagree. Although he claimed earlier, Modern Warfare 2 is fun and brilliantly made, and spectacular, but it's basically Bond goes to war, but more pretentious. So, do, do you agree or disagree that it's pretentious? Um, well, I haven't played enough of the single player to know that, so... <clears throat> okay. It's, it takes yeah. itself a little seriously, I would say. But, I mean, whatever. It's, a... it's okay. It's a, you know, it's about a modern war. Okay. Responding to the inevitable surge of questions Brooker added, a nine for technical achievement, but the storyline only merits a one. It's daft, and that bit is very much unearned. I don't know what he means by that. No, I was a bit lying. Yeah. But a lot of, I've read a lot of reviews where... But user reviews, that is, not sort of critics that say it's a bit daft and a bit unbelievable. Um, And then he continued to discuss the infamous airport scene. Uh, Because the storyline is total rubbish, it comes across as empty shock, is what he said. And then finally he said, in summary, it's very good, but that's not the flipping messiah or anything. And it has the intellectual depth of a diehard four. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I would agree with that. But see, that's the thing is that he's he's talking about the story specifically, and I think Chinny's looking at it in terms of the whole experience of playing it. Yeah, but 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 let's. I mean, if we go back to that, I mean, Chinny was just saying how good the the story was, how good the single player was. So well, it's, I, I, I was I didn't say how good the story is. I just said how enjoyable. What well, I was what I meant was how much fun it is to play the single player. I think a lot of people buy the game to to play the single player. I I don't. And the reason I say that is because all the people on my friends list, and there's at least 40 who I've seen online at once playing the game, are all playing the multiplayer. I've seen probably two people out of all of those playing the single player. 
And percentage-wise, that ain't great. You can't well, use that as uh, as your basis, Hugh. <laughs> the, the no, I mean, unless... Ones. All right, all right. <laughs> let's go back to a point from last week's show, okay, where one of the people on Metacritic was criticising it because he said he did buy it predominantly for the single player. And, Duke, can I ask what your response to that was? You know what? Uh, well, that's my opinion. I don't no, think no, you no, can buy you... it just for no, the I'm asking player. the question. What... Right, I'm saying what I said was... I don't think you should buy it just for the single player. No, you didn't. It was more on the lines of who buys this game for the single player. I think I'm right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for pissing on my point, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, no, but that's but not, that, look, that's my that opinion. Now, yeah, I say that that means that nobody player. plays the single player is a different matter. Okay, let's go back to Call of Duty 4. There was a statistic came out that 40% of the people who bought that game never even played the single player. 40%. So how do you argue yeah. against that? Well, that doesn't well, mean that the single player was bad. No, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I thought Call of Duty 4 uh, single player was excellent. What I've heard is this. is that <laughs> So what does that statistic you just read have anything to do with it, then? Because Chini's saying people buy it for the single player. But no, he's not. He, he no, did. I didn't say That's that. That's what he said. You said people also buy this game for the single player experience. Also, see, you, you've added a word there. Yeah, but 40% didn't. What I was going to come to a point well, was... Should... also... Should they just have released this game as a multiplayer only is the question I was going to no. ask. Why? Because a lot of people play it for the single player as well. I don't think they do. I okay, really think are we going to be able to prove it one way or another? Is this conversation even got a point? should look at how many people uh, unlock the achievements in single player. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's probably good. But but then I suppose that prompts people to play it to a certain extent. I mean, answer me this. Okay, well, that's, you know, just moving away from that slightly. Um, a lot of people have said that it feels like a lot of disjointed um, big action sequences just strung together with Seems no to real me, narrative. It's like it's like a like a nineties action movie. You know. Uh, that's what the single player feels like to me. But then do you not think to a certain extent, if they're going to chuck something in regarding terrorists, that it shouldn't feel like that at all? Because that does well, that... Well, there's not terrorists in 90s action films, Stu. There is, but does it not sensationalise it then and make it more of a controversial thing that's going to get publicity? Well, once again, it sounds like a 90s action film. I mean, <laughs> Ar- no Arnold Schwarzenegger film dealing with terrorists has ever presented the issue in an at all thought-provoking or intriguing way. It's just like the guys speaking Arabic are wrong and evil. That's why Team America was so brilliant, because all the terrorists ever say is Durka Durka Muhammad Jihad, right? Yeah, I don't disagree with that, but then do films get under the same amount of scrutiny as a video game and cause so much controversy in the press? Well, because of- do they? So this does the game, the games are favorite. still a growing. It's it's still we still having growing pains when you play, with games industry. You, you do something in games and people go crazy. You can do anything in films, but as soon as you do it in games, because it's still new. It's it's like which the, I don't disagree with, but that's not doing the gaming industry any favors, is it? Well, Charlie Brooker is, is uh, can talk because when he had a, what the spot on BBC to actually represent games, he talked less about Portal and more about Wolfenstein, a mediocre war game. Why did he talk about that so much? Why did he talk about 50 Cent Blood in the Sand? He had a chance to represent games, and he didn't. He talked about 50 Cent, and not Portal, not Call of Duty, not 
um, Half-Life. That's because the people on the street don't play Portal, man. They play 50 Cent. They know what's up. So for Charlie Brooker to say (laughs) that this isn't a good representation of games moving forward, why did he talk about Wolfenstein and shooting somebody in the head? As as pleasurable as it is, don't get me wrong, (laughs) I enjoy shooting people in their face, but if I was to try and promote games and push them forward, I wouldn't show them 50 Cent in the blood in the sand. I would show them something else. I would put it this way, right? Charlie Brooker's show, GameSwipe, was probably watched in the in the hole. It was on BBC Four, which is watched by about ten people anyway. Okay, yeah. so the majority of people who watched that or, or would have tuned in were gamers that had heard about it, and were like, "Oh, well, you can't say that." You no, can't no, no, no. Listen, that. listen, listen, right? But now we've got the what, is, what is the biggest single game release of the whole of 2009, right? Which is going to be picked up by every single newspaper. And there's a scene in there which does the gaming industry no favours because when you actually play the game as a whole, it is like a like you said, it's like an, an 80s blockbuster movie which, you know, is over yeah. the top and now. But the fact that they've taken what they consider a serious theme and, and I've heard off a lot of people it feels completely unrelated to the plotline. Duke himself said that last week. It doesn't feel like it should have been there or it didn't need to be there. You know, and and I just don't think it does gaming any favors. I mean, would you? Well, I, play, I played it today. I played that thing today, and uh, I just, I, yeah. I mean, I haven't played enough of the the rest of the story to kind of see if it's a bit disjointed from the rest of the game. Uh, but it's not worse than, than what you see in a film. I don't. I really don't know what the hoo ra is. Don't, I don't disagree with you, but films don't get the same hoo ha as a video game, where you're actually, as they see it, committing well, those acts and interacting. Well, let, well, let me ask you this, Stu: Is it do you do you think then that when people design games, they need to be thinking about what the game's going to do for all yeah. the gaming industry, or should they I be doing they, what they think is right for telling the I story think, and providing the experience? Well, they, but, but from what you've said, it doesn't do anything about telling the well, story. Well, no, but that's what they thought they were doing, and I it's think they just missed the mark. It's but that. I don't. But I don't think they should be held to task because they're setting the cause of gaming back or something. I don't think I don't think necessarily should be held to task. But I think developers, due to the the nature of the, of the industry and the nature of how the press pounces on anything remotely controversial, need to be more mindful of it. You know, they need to you be more make sure that it incorporates uh, into the story a little more smoothly. Maybe yeah. it's there for a very good reason. Or I would agree. With done. You know, done. I would agree with that. But I would also say that that in general, game developers and not just Infinity War, but everybody who makes video games needs to step it up a bit in terms of the story. That's, yeah, that's for sure. I think we can all agree on. Yeah, I, ju- I just feel and that, on that note. Okay, okay. Well, let's let, let's move on to a lighter note regarding uh, Modern War, or, or potentially not. Depends how you look at it. <laughs> um, but a young man, and I'm going to give a warning here. You know, we I know we swear occasionally on the show, but we don't often swear too much. Is this the footage of me teaching in my classroom? <laughs> yeah, that would be funny if that was. <laughs> there would be a lot of cursing in there. <laughs> Do you really curse in class? Oh no, I turn myself into Ned Flanders in the classroom. <laughs> what the flood and gone diddly doodly doodly. <laughs> But yes, a, a young man. Now I don't know whether he was filmed by a friend, but he looks like he was filmed. I doubt it. Because no, he yeah, fr- set up on his dresser. <laughs> if, he did, like... if he did get filmed by a friend, he smacked him around the face, <laughs> and he doesn't have any friends anymore. But basically, he just just put you in the picture. This this lad played uh, Modern Warfare two for seventeen hours straight. No, so you can tell he's a brilliant genius already. He is. I don't know whether he had a break. I have done a little bit of editing of the swearing out. I have left some in, though, for just for, because I, I had to, really, because it just makes a little bit more sense with it in. Uh, so quick warning that there is 
pretty much a lot of swearing in this uh, clip. You're going to hear audio clip, and then we'll have a little chatter about it when we've listened to it. So you want to play that now for me, Ginny? Okay, I've been playing Call of Duty for 17 hours straight. I'm full upset. I've got milk on my fucking lips because I don't give a shit. I just don't. And who gives a shit if I make a me- made a mess? So, I just punched the wall. So, twice, both hands. At this point, he's showing his hand, and he has clearly <laughs> got some kind of damage to his hand, whether he's done it uh, with a cheese grater, as Duke discussed, or <laughs> that he actually punched the wall. Continue. I'm so fucking upset. And also, he's frothing from the mel- mouth with the milk that he previously drank before filming himself. Noob. Punching <laughs> the wall now. Realising his mistake, he falls to the floor after punching the wall so hard because he's a pussy. He tries his other hand, but it doesn't get, you know, much of a response. <laughs> The wall refuses to back down. <laughs> I don't give a shit, man. If you didn't give a shit, you carry on punching the wall. <laughs> There's blood on the wall now. Oh, no, we'll have to... Blood, blood yes, on the wall. Yeah, we'll have to wipe that off. Oh, dear. Blood on the wall. Mummy! <laughs> Mummy, wipe the blood off the wall. <laughs> I fucking hate This is probably the most upset he's ever been in his life. Yeah, he's crying now. This worst game ever! At this point, he's holding it up, and it's the PS3 version. So maybe he's playing the multiplayer and it didn't work. That's why he's crying. Fucking planet, planet, and fucking the hunt. Get into it, it's not... <laughs> I can't be mad, it's not my fucking... not my game. You <laughs> think? <laughs> you 4 and 5 is okay, but... 4 and 5 is okay, you said. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what I do when I find a game that's not my game? I sell it! <laughs> well, I was expecting it to be like... Call of Duty 5, but better weapons and fucking better things, but shit! That's exactly what it is. Call of Duty 5, but better graphics and better things. Better things. I think we can all agree that Modern Warfare 2 has better things than Call of Duty 5. Even though there was no Call of Duty 5. He punches the camera and it falls. And then can his I, video gets uh, 7 million hits on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> can I just ask, can I just ask, does, did anyone think the end of it was a bit like the Blur Witch Project? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but he, oh I, as soon as he hit that camera, he realised, oh, fuck, I just broke my camera. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, he's probably, oh, <laughs> oh, my camera. The worst thing about that is he actually sounds like he's not far from me. With his <laughs> yeah. accent. Really local. Well, I was going to say, I think the worst thing is that he's British, for a start off. Oh, well, like know. there aren't a hundred people like that in the US. Yeah, it does us no favours, though. Chocolate milk, ma. <laughs> yeah. What, what yeah. Kay pointed out, my wife, she said, oh, look, 
He's got a teddy bear on the shelf behind him. <laughs> a teddy bear on the shelf. <laughs> you know, when you just like, oh my god. I mean, oh, loser. Yeah, I mean, and how many? Is, has it had seven million hits? Is that how many it's had? No, I don't know. I It'll have had a lot. Love that sort of thing. It'll love a lot. But you know, but don't you, you just be an internet celebrity now? Is it, you do something really pathetic? I was going to say, don't you think that's probably worse advertising than anything Infinity World could have done for gaming? You know? No, it's an advertising for him being an idiot. Exactly. But you know, I don't think people... it reflects on the game at all. Yeah, but people see him and think, oh, that's what all gamers are like. Look at them, bunch of idiots. Well, those people Stop are prejudiced him. and stereotypical. I mean, he looked like he had a big Yankee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You fat Yank. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Used to have an empire. Uh, <laughs> you gave it away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he looked like he had rabies or something going on. I mean, yeah. it's because he didn't care. He's drinking milk. Well, that's I what could... I do. When I'm when I'm vexed, I drink milk. That's what I, do. I mean, can I'm I, so can I, I can drink milk. Can I ask if either of you two guys ever played for that sort of length of time, or ever, you know, anywhere uh, near that? Yeah, I've played that for that long. Yeah. Really? Jeez. Well, for about um, let me work this out. Fourteen hours, probably the longest. I mean, and, and were you anything like that? Were you a blubbering idiot at the end of it? No, I could, I, I couldn't, I, I could talk. You know, I could still like function and stuff. I wasn't um, <laughs> crazy. I was just, I just, I was just a bit tired. I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> I mean, he, he seriously looked like he was about to have a nervous breakdown, didn't he? See, I feel bad for a kid like that because he probably doesn't have a lot of friends, and he probably. You know, the game is, you know, maybe something he's really looking forward to and he doesn't do very well at school and he comes home and, like, he's really excited to play it and then he can't because the PlayStation Network's all screwy, apparently, and I don't know. I can't, I, you know, he has some sympathy for him, but I don't know. At the really? End of the day, I still kind of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I have no sympathy for idiots like that. My, you know, my just... girlfriend was saying, aww, when he was crying. Really? Oh, that's yeah. weird for you. He tells her. I know, yeah, what's all that about? Okay, I, th- I think we've done... I, I, I thought I'd just mention, actually, quickly mention how much... Uh, how many they sold, supposedly, on day one of, of uh, Modern Warfare 2, do you want to know? Trillion. No, 7 million, though. You're not far off. So about 7 million, they reckon. First day, 7 yeah. million copies. They reckon so. I assume that's a new record. Uh, yes, and... Oh, yeah, incidentally, I do want to uh, make a point as well. You know, you, the, the quiz the other week, which... Which game did you say had the biggest launch in the UK? Which uh, game? Yeah, uh, San Andreas. Yeah, San Andreas. Well, according to this, or according to now, it, it was GTA 4 had the biggest UK launch, and this is just double D in wow. the UK, according to that. Wow. It's a bit weird. Uh, but yeah, it sold just over a million in the UK alone on, on the launch day. Damn! Which is a lot. And I did want to mention Bobby Kotick, the tosser um what do you know personally yeah no i feel like he, he's just a tosser isn't he but why well because he just is charging the uk extra you know my feelings no. anyway we're not getting back into this we're not getting into it's that like, it's like we're in a business <laughs> well he's not well he's running his own little business isn't he, he sold the jersey on they bought for a quid each Oh no, he's an obed current. And now and now he and he made 20 million dollars on the launch day because of the amount of shares went up Poor bloke. So, yeah. God. Don't you just hate him. So you were going to say something about him. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, it's just a tosser. And can I just mention as well, have you have you guys on on um, the multiplayer had any any issues with lag or connection or anything of that nature? Yeah, I always have problems with it. Mm, I've found a little article. Makes me so mad I could drink milk. Yeah, well, listen, I've I've found a little article explaining the troubles with a ping on Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, I ping. Now it is now this is a PC website, but I'm assuming the same applies to the 360 as well with the well, ping. Well, they're doing P2P okay. the way that the 360 does, and they are. Well, apparently the host usually gets a note to 20 ping for some reason, gets a better ping. Yeah. And then everybody else connects with 101 to 200 milliseconds. But most people are 200 milliseconds plus, which is three bars. So if you have three bars, that's 200 milliseconds plus. Yeah. Which is a long time in the realms of ping. Yeah. And that's apparently why everybody's really struggling on the game. I mean, so my... why is it different for this game than it is for other games? I have no idea, but there is host advantage for some See, reason. I'd be curious to know how that applies to other games. Yeah, it's very odd, isn't it? Because a lot of people would think that if you had three bars, that was probably okay. Nah. But according to this, it isn't. Apparently, three bars is, is a, like over 200 milliseconds. Yeah. I mean, my friend was saying he got shot in the game, and when he did, you know, it does the replay of you getting shot, he yeah. was running around the corner. Right, there's a little discrepancy. Always yeah, not getting shot at all. <laughs> um, so I'm guessing that there's some sort of issue going on that they really need to sort out, isn't there? I haven't had a horrible experience playing online, even with, you know, even allowing for that. I think the problem I've had is that, you know, I want to play with the over 35s people, and most of the time, if I connect up with people in the UK, I get some red dots. That's pretty frustrating. Yeah, I mean, that's not good either, is it? Uh, yeah, it's not great. Anyway, let's move on from Modern Warfare 2. Like I say, we've taught that subject to death now, haven't yes. we? Yes. Within an inch of his life. New uh, subject. New subject. Well, this week, this week, this very week, um, some Alan Wake footage has surfaced. New, oh new boy, Alan oh boy, Wake. Oh boy. I know. New Alan Wake footage. And I've got to say, I, I think it looks great. Uh, I don't know about you. I mean, you've had a look at this, dude. What do, what do you think? Uh, I think the graphics look good. I think that the voice acting was pretty weak. Because they're driving around and his wife's like, this would make a great setting for a book. And then he says, as if he's annoyed that she's talking about shop stuff, we're supposed to be on vacation. Just felt kind of meh. Well, that's a setup. I mean, I mean, did you watch the, the police chase stuff? That I was did. A bit... yeah, now that, that It was I... a lot better because there was no dialogue. Well, there sort of was, wasn't there? Because while he was running around, they could hear the voices over the police intercom, you know. And yeah, they... but those are easy to replicate realistically. A smaller, quieter, intimate conversation in the car between a guy and his wife is much harder to do right. But Anybody I felt... can do it. He's over there. Like, yeah. that's easy but no, there was a bit of that. But there, I was quite, I was quite surprised at the way the, the the woman detective was sort of saying, you know, is is just one man on his own. What what are you doing trying to shoot him and arguing with the FBI guys who were obviously hunting him down in in the woods? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I've got to agree. I thought graphically it, it looked pretty amazing, really. In the lighting, yeah. I mean, and. You know, I guess in a game with lighting that you know relies heavily upon it, it should should look really good, shouldn't See, it? See, I don't get. I guess maybe I haven't been following the exposition of the story as much, but why doesn't the moonlight bother these creatures or whatever it is that you're hurting with the torch? I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that was a plot point that had been revealed before, or we're still waiting to learn about that. Oh, you brought the game. Now, dude. <laughs> maybe, it's never maybe come out now. 
Maybe it's man-made like that does the you know the damage. It's never going to come out now, Duke. That you're going to tell them that obvious flaw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, like the obvious flaw in signs. Somebody cracked the code. Like in signs, the Mel Gibson film, the obvious flaw in that yeah. film. Uh, someone's there are like seventeen not make. of them. Like it's nearly finished. It's probably about ninety percent done there. They're just going to get cancel it. Yeah. Uh, just push slipped up. Yeah. Never Moon mind. Moonlight doesn't hurt the enemies. That's a real balls up. Someone's going to get fired. Um, maybe they only get up. Uh, maybe they only come out when there's no moon, Duke. Yeah, ah, yeah. Maybe but you, there's clearly moon. You can see something. Shut up. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what this time you... will never come out, Duke. I know. Yeah. What? It, by the way, it has been given an official, all sorts of official re- release date. It's been uh, said that it's coming Ten, out. Question mark. I know. Well, it's it's been said it's from a good source. Apparently, this is come, but it's going to be May 2010. It's going to be May 2010, apparently. It'll be May 2010, not released. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, so it'll be released in May 2010. Gonna, gonna hope it was made already, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's made. Process there, mate. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I mean, what did you think, Ginny? Yeah, I mean, it, it looks, it looks all right, you know. Um, again, I agree with Duke. You know, like the the voice acting is kind of, kind of all right. My biggest fear is that uh, this game will be. Heavily compared to Heavy Rain, which you can't help really, yeah. and it doesn't look as good as Heavy Rain, um, and the the voice acting doesn't seem as good as Heavy Rain. But to be honest, it, it, it probably it, it, I mean it, it plays a lot differently to Heavy Rain, and it, well, it looks like it does, but I still think a lot of people will still compare the two because they're so kind of abstract. Um, so I think that's going to be a problem. Maybe Alan Wake will suffer the suffer the the bear of heavy rain, even though it's not really the same type of game, but it is in a weird way. Yeah, I both, think um, the PS3 or is one for both. No, they're both oh, exclusives, okay. which both help, doesn't help. Yeah. You know? um, so this coming... is a 360 exclusive. Alan Wake is. Yeah. Okay. And they're coming out about a month between each other as well. So heavy yeah. rain hits in April, and this is coming out in May. I think I think I think a lot of people will compare them, and it's not going to be. It's like when they compared Fallout 3 and Fable 2. And Prototype and Infamous. Yes. Yeah, and the two games are completely separate from each other, but they they come out at the same time, and people just have this need to compare them. It's really odd, and I, I think both games probably will be good. You know. Uh, I think along. it's sorry. I think it's interesting that in all of those examples, uh, the the Fable Two and Fallout Three have one word titles followed by a number, and they both the words start with an F. Uh, Infamous and Prototype, they're both one word titles, and Alan Wake and Heavy Rain, they're both two word titles. It just seems interesting to me. Conspiracy. Yeah, man. No coincidence. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was, I, I watched Bill Bailey uh, Tinkleworm, and he was talking about conspiracies. It's very funny. Uh, you just reminded me of that, Dave. You should watch that. You'd love. You love Bill. You'd, uh, have you heard of Bill Bailey, Dave? Nope. You would love that man. Oh, you would absolutely. You, yeah, you'd have his babies. He's okay. He's awesome. But yeah, it's I mean, <laughs> personally, this is this is a game I've been waiting for for four years. Four years. Four years, <laughs> yeah. And I was a bit worried. I was a bit worried, but after watching that, I'm I'm sort of excited again in a way. You know, I'm excited for both that and Heavy Rain, and you know, and I'm going to compare them because I, I think I will end up doing that because they're both very heavily story driven. But, both... I mean, have you seen gameplay of uh, Heavy um, Alan Wake, and you played Heavy Rain? Yeah. I think they'll be completely different games in the oh, way yeah. they play. Absolutely. Uh, because they kind of have a similar sort of tone. Yeah, to them. and theme. And I don't think 
comparing them will be a fair comparison. No, uh, and I, I sort of don't mean that. I suppose what the way I see them are both games that are uh, moving games forward, you know, compared to a lot of other titles that will be releasing, you know, because they're both... As I say, yeah, abstract. They're abstract. Yeah. They're both doing different stuff that, you know, takes them away from a normal gaming experience. And I think they're both going to be doing that. Um, and, I, and I'm as probably equally excited for both of them, you know. And they both involve somebody being kidnapped, which is an interesting thing. You know, they both have a, a kidnapping theme. Um, so, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to both now. And, and seeing the, the new footage, I think the new footage looks fantastic i think the lighting looks amazing the bit where he's running through the forest and all the the police are underneath on the lower bit with the flashlights you know swinging around looking for him and then something mysterious kills them all doesn't it uh which was a bit cool and then the the bit with the helicopter chasing which gets chased off by a big flock of birds which i thought was an interesting uh scenario and then the helicopter crashed which was quite cool as well a big difference between them though is heavy rain is uh, it doesn't have any like uh, sci-fi or fantasy elements or any horror weird yeah. things going on with demons. Uh, Mr. Cage himself said like it's going to have a, a very grounded story, you know, realistic um, uh, situations that people can relate to. Whereas Heavy Rain is all about, you know, demons and weird zombie things or whatever they are. Uh, I think so that's what. I was going to say, I think the biggest difference is going to be Heavy Rain is more dynamic in the way that things happen. So depending on the actions you take, something different will happen in the game. Well, you don't know, do you? I mean, that, that might happen in Alan Wake. Don't I don't know. think it... I don't know. I don't get the impression it will. I think there'll be little mm. opening bits where you can sort of take different routes through the game, but I think whatever happens, it'll always happen more or less. It'll be more linear more narrative-driven. Well, if it did happen, you could only play it once anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the game shuts down after you play it through the first time. Yeah. But, so, you know, uh, speaking about Heavy Rain, I uh, since it's important rain? for us to look at different opinions about what people think of it, here are you some of the sucks. comments that people made on the GameTrailers.com website that I thought it would be important for us to take a look at. Since, yeah. Is this you know, for Heavy Rain or for Alan yeah, Wake? No, this is for Heavy... No, oh, okay. it's for Alan Wake. I'm sorry, Alan yeah, Wake. Sorry. Yeah, for yeah. Alan Wake. Uh, Go. Alan Wake, right. Um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, since it's obviously a good thing for us to check in with the random people who post stuff on websites, Jackal Punk says that they game look like we might experience some camera angles irritation. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, he can't uh, even write. <laughs> well, but, I mean, he's a respected comic. Well, hey, they don't hey. just let anybody post stuff on websites. <laughs> hey, don't knock him. Don't knock him. Okay, HNR2Web <laughs> says, boring. Print. <laughs> Much the same like that Alone in the Dark game. God, I hope it isn't. <laughs> it's all I can say to that. Yeah. Yeah, I really it's, hope uh, it isn't. A lot of people seem to agree with them because this uh, Rauco147 said, Boring, check. Linear, check. Darkness covering up poorly done graphics and particle effects, check. <laughs> this game started to look great. What have they done to it? So he liked it at first, and now he doesn't like it. So I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't get our hopes up because these people are making some loud points. But yeah, no, Duke, let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. <laughs> on YouTube, on the Alan Wake gameplay videos, uh, Stable324 adds, <laughs> graphics look good, but there isn't much color, just a lot of darkness. <laughs> so... Mm. 
You know? As you never been out at night, there is no colour at night. <laughs> uh, but uh, Rolf Harris, nice name, says GTA meets Condemned, dash, awesome. Yeah, that would be cool, if that's true. So I don't know if he's talking about, um, you know, two people called GTA and Condemned meeting each other. <laughs> but, I, you know, apparently he's, he's for that. The, the one, the, the one last thing I would say watching it for me, it felt a bit Half Life Two ish, a little bit. You know, with that sort of atmosphere, you know, the the running away, you know, being you know hunted by some unknown force. I, yeah, I, you're I, you're I out there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of games that have running away in them. I don't know if that's no, but the sort of that that sort of feeling of being on your own, being isolated. You know, I, I like that. I've got to say, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it looked particularly good. And uh, yeah. well, I think we'll finish this subject on on Cobra Two Two F 2s comment. They were making this game for like ten years. WTF? WTF? <laughs> ten years, God. Ten years. If only that was true. It is a long time, but it's not quite ten years. Yeah, um, but exaggerating whatever your <laughs> name was. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. I think it's, it's time, that time of the show. We'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll do a Quamrian's Indie Pick for this week. We'll come back and have a chatter about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, th- then we've got a few more topics for the second part of the show. So are you are you ready with Quamrian's Indie Pick for this week, Mr. Chin? I might be. Well, I, might be I might be ready. I might be trying to load it up as quick as I can and stall it myself. Excellent. You don't know. And now a little just more singing. Know. Oh, video games. Oh. <laughs> right, I'm ready. Don't. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. It's going to drop right now. This is the shizzle. Put a fork in it. West side. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quanrian on Xbox Live, doing the indie picks. My picks for this week are going to be Arcado Series, which are actually two separate games. There's Arcado Series 1, which is Jump, and then there's Arcado Series 2, which is Swap. Yeah, Arcadio Studios is actually a established developer who's actually released a few titles on some DS, namely Nervous Breakdown and Big Bang Mini. And so now they've released a few titles onto the indie games and they're quite polished. Arcadio Series 1 Jump is kind of your almost stereotypical classic platformer, um, almost down to the T. It's even got the old retroish graphics and what I think they call chunky pixel art where they make the pixels look bigger so it looks okay on on HD but it's it's kind of an exaggerated pixel art look um and the gameplay is very you know you jump you you dodge you collect stuff and you know you you pick up a sword every once in a while and you chuck the sword and it, it it's very straightforward but it's very retro in the way that if you lose all your lives you're done there's no continuing and uh, as I found out while I was playtesting it, um, also you collect these coins, and if you die, you actually your coin count gets reset. So I'm guessing there's some kind of mechanic where if you beat the end of the game, it keeps track of how many coins you've got left over, which would result in how many times you not died. So it's it's kind of a, a neat little retro play. And it, it's very smooth, and it's it's got its own little odd charm to it. It's extremely polished. Arcado Series Two. Swap is a little bit of your typical puzzler. Um, there was a Mario game or Yoshi type game on the Super Nintendo that it reminds me a lot of, but I, I, I can't quite remember the name. Um, 
There was a game called Poker Smash on the Xbox Live Arcade that it's very similar to as well. And you're basically arranging um, color cubes, which doesn't sound that interesting, but it gets quite addictive after a while. And you're just, you know, doing the typical match three thing, but they've thrown in little bonuses and stuff. And so you're, you know, you're accumulating points and you're trying to keep it from raising up to the top. So nothing, nothing really too out there, but what is there is extremely well polished and, uh, it's, it's very affordable. It's, it's it's not at the high or the low end, and it, it looks like it it is what it you know should cost. And it, it's got a few modes in it to keep you busy, and it's even got the challenges to give you little little goals to go for rather than just you know play the game. You've got Swedo achievements, I guess you can call them. Both of these games are going to be 240 Microsoft points, which is three dollars in American, and however many that works out to in pounds. Yeah, so if you uh, if you're into the old retro games, uh, you definitely check out Jump. It's got a silly name. It's it's uh, it's got an odd look to it, but it's it's quite fun. It's quite polished. Um, and if you're just into wanting to check out a good puzzler, you know nothing too far out there, but very well polished. Uh, it almost looks like an Xbox Five arcade title. Almost like it's 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 definitely got that quality to it. Then uh, Swap is is definitely a, a solid way to go as well. So there you go. So, for the record, three dollars in the United States is one point eight pounds in the UK. So one pound and eighty whole pence. Right. <clears throat> there you go. Uh, right, Duke. Did seeing as you're talking, do you want to start us off? Oh, great! Now, just because I provided that helpful information about currency rates. This is what you should do. What I do, never help. Yeah, stay yeah, quiet. Exactly. Right, go for it. What do you think, right. then? You know, I the, uh, the jump thing was, uh, I don't know if I'd say extremely polished. It was kind of polished, and it was, yeah, it was fun enough. Like, I, I want you know, it had that charm of, like, one more round. I'm going to do one more level, okay? I'm going to do one more level. And uh, so it kind of kept me interested in that way, but I felt like it was too, uh, I don't know. It was very retro, and it felt kind of like if Super Mario Brothers. Uh, jumping mechanics and all. You know, it's a lot like the first Mario Brothers game where you're jumping around on these platforms and trying to get to this door that opens when you get the last set of bombs or whatever it was. I don't even remember the story. The graphics were good. I mean, it was, you know, fun enough, but it's kind of hard to tell exactly what you're supposed to do. And, okay, is jumping on the crabs going to kill you or not? And it turns out it doesn't, but you can't touch them from the side, so that was kind of weird. The swap thing, I thought, what was it called? Shift? Swap? Yeah, swap. Well, it's weird because it's not – I mean it's sort of – okay, I thought it was a variant of Bejeweled. It feels a lot like it's, you know, that game Bejeweled. Um, but it's it, – it, the mechanic is different because you can move the uh, pieces more than once, right? You can switch them with the no one beside it, but then you can keep moving them side, 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 side. So it actually is a much more fast-paced game than Bejeweled. And I came kind of close to buying it because I thought, you know, I can see myself sort of – you know, I got five minutes before I got to go somewhere. Maybe I'll just have a quick game of this, but – I don't think it had enough to hook me, and it is polished. I really like the way that one looks, but it's not quite worth my money. Oof, it was close, though. Close. Close, yep. Yeah. It's very close. Uh, Chinny, what did you think? Yo, I played uh, Jump. Um, yeah, it's it kind of, I mean, kind of. It's uh, very similar to Mario in some ways. The, you know, the little dude even looks like Mario a little bit. Uh, and yeah, I thought it was okay. You know, it was. I liked its style. Uh, the, the way that you know the, the little uh, blocky graphics and stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, the music was awful. 
I wanted to uh, blow it up with something. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm totally uh, with you. Yeah. I, I didn't like the music, but yeah, the the, the game itself is fine. The, the the platform mechanics were worked, you know, exactly how you'd want them to work. So I've, I I just it just kind of I just felt like I played it before, and I had no really desire to go back to it. There was nothing. There was no big hook there. It was just like a decent platformer for me. Did you turn was, it off, or did the little thing come up saying you reached the end of the demo? Oh, I reached the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's something. But I, I just, I don't know. It just, it just felt like every other Mario game or something, but yeah. with less uh, panache. Yeah, panache. Yeah, less polish. But it, there's nothing uh, overtly wrong with it. I just, I don't think there's just uh, anything fantastic about it either. And jump. Uh, sorry, now uh, swap. Uh, I didn't play that, so I'm sorry. I didn't play that one. Great. Great. I downloaded it, but um, halfway there. But well, that doesn't help us here, does it? No. Yeah. <sighs> You know, um, yeah, jump. I'd have to agree with you both. I, I, I sort of quite like the game, but I'd, I'd agree I wouldn't buy it. And the music being on a loop and never really changing was, yeah, very annoying after a while. Yeah, I mean, when it first came on with the music, I thought, oh, that's quite cool. The music sounds well done, you know, and it's it's nicely produced. It's not some horrible eight bit noise, you know. It was at least proper music. But once you've heard it four or five times, that was sort of enough. Really, but he just yeah. kept going and going, and then going some more. On and on and on. On and on. And I did get to the end. I must admit, I got to the. Would you like to buy it screen? But I didn't. Um, no. <laughs> but I would agree with Duke. I thought Swap was a much better game. Um, yeah. Maybe I should play Swap then. Yeah, Swap's really fast-paced puzzler, and like you say, and and they can go horizontally or you know vertically the lines. And, uh, yeah, I, I really liked that. I thought it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun to play, and, you know, lots of little things going on, you know, multipliers, and, yeah, you've got to be quick on your on your toes with that one to keep it from reaching the top of the screen. So, yeah, I, I could see that being pretty addictive. But, again, you know, at 80 points, I may have bought it. You know, 240, probably not. You know, that's more of an 80-point game feels to me. You know, and I, and I probably would have bought it at that, but I'm not I'm not paying 200-odd points for that. But- a hundred points. Ooh. hundred points? Possibly. Possibly I'd buy it for a hundred points. Um, but yeah, I, and I think they still need to sort that out. I think that's one of the biggest deals on the indie games, or the biggest issues there is the fact that there's such a discrepancy in price to content and different games, you know, they can more or less charge whatever they like. Although they have obviously altered it, it still sometimes feels that games are a little there's overpriced. A, there's a large inconsistency and you don't. Yeah. Some games are really good and they're 80 points and some games are really bad and they're 250 yes. points or something. It's yeah, it just fun. feels a bit, meh, not really quite sure. Uh, but overall, both good picks this week, but yeah, unfortunately none of us are going to buy them. But we, they were all okay, weren't they? There was nothing, like you say, overtly wrong with any of them. No. Just not buyable, unfortunately. No. But yeah, I mean, if you're out there, give them a play. They're worth a look at. And and Swap's probably the stronger title of the two. Swap's a little bit more original and a little bit more fun. So there you go. Um, right, let's move on. Um, we don't often, he says, we don't often do this. Uh, but I think we should do some MPDs, you know, because they've come out for October. And, uh, MPD. Yeah, we don't often in talk space. about them. But they're quite interesting. It's been a, been a quite an interesting month in America. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, I mean, in America. Okay. Uh, shall we go through hardware sales first? All right, let's go. 
Okay, DS top Wii, DS Wii, DS Yeah, Wii, what's Wii. interesting though, what's interesting, the Wii has sort of crept back up to the top of the table because it had dropped down to third last month. Mm-hmm. It was third in September with uh, 462,000 sales and in October it's back on top with 506,900, which is more than the DS because it's usually the DS that sits at the top every month, but that's been knocked down to second place. Take that. Uh, I know. Uh, last month, PlayStation 3 was sat there with 491,800. Uh, well, that's dropped to third this month with 320,000, but it's still 70,000 more units in the 360. 70,000. Yeah, which is which I found quite an interesting thing, really, because there was a lot of talk that once you know the the price reduction had hit both consoles that they would level up again or the 360 would take back over. Yeah, I, I think there's still people buying it because of the pl- price drop. You know, you've got to take into consideration some people can't afford it as soon as it gets dropped or payday and things like that, you know. I think it's, it's not going to settle over one month, is it? You know, it's going to settle up probably up to Christmas and stuff. Yeah, but also you've got to sort of ask yourself, you know, has PlayStation 3 now gained the momentum it needs to start pushing through sales on a regular basis, you know, and, and start to really gain momentum? I mean, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a game of momentum, without a doubt. But uh, I, I, you know, I just think that that it will kind of slow down a little bit uh, after Christmas, and and everything will be level, full square. But I mean, Nintendo's you... the real Nintendo's the real winner. Come on. Yeah, it is, but no one really compares to Nintendo because what's the point? Um... <laughs> But as far as 360 goes, do you think that's going to start overtaking again, or do you think they're going to come to a stage no, where I don't think it'll, uh, I don't think it'll overtake. I think um, the, the, it'll just kind of level out. I don't think there's going to be. Maybe I, I always think that now the PS3 uh, is going to edge it a little bit because uh, you know 360's been out longer. Um, well, they still die, I suppose. That's probably done a 360 a favour because people go out and buy a new one. I don't know. I think PS3 will do a little bit better, but not on the lot. It's not a massive margin. I was going to say, oh, people buy arcade skews just to have in yeah. case. <laughs> just in case. I've got, in case. I've got yeah, one. Yeah, the just in case console. That's yeah. not good, is yeah. it? My, my, um, my friend's borrowing mine at the moment. Ben, he's borrowing my just in case console. So yeah. if mine screws up, then I'm... True. I mean, I, I personally think it's a good thing if the, if the PS3 starts to sell more units in the 360. I think that's quite a good thing. Um, because I think, you know, now that they're on a more level playing field, where, you know, developers are going to start producing better games for both consoles, aren't they? And that's, that's the good... You know, we're the winners here, aren't we, really, when you look at it? You know, because the... Uh, I prefer to be Nintendo right now. No, money. but I mean from a gamer, from a gamer, talking about from a money point of view. Yeah, from a money point of view, obviously. But from a you know your average Joe gamer's point of view, you know the fact that they're both doing well now is a good thing because you know they're going to keep pushing out the exclusive games, which you know are, are hopefully going to get more and more incredible and, and you know better year on year because there's still you know that competition I between. Think, I two think brands. exclusivity in games is going down now because especially this generation because. The you know the, the, it's so close with the 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 more powerful consoles. It's it's the closest I think it's ever been for a while. And you know PS2 was dominant before, so there's a lot of games came out on that that didn't come out on the Xbox. Um, but not to say the Xbox didn't have uh, bad exclusives or anything. It just the it just the quantity wasn't there, um, and it the quality and quantity was on the PS2. So I think that the exclusives are kind of 
dying out a little bit. We, we I mean, we we have the odd one like Heavy Rain and Alan Wake and stuff, but the, there aren't that many when you think about it. I there's don't been, think so. There's been quite a few this year. You know, if you think of Killzone 2, Infamous, uh, you know, Uncharted 2, Left 4 Dead 2, Halo ODST, to name but a few, and then I'm sure there was a few more. Yeah, you but know, there's, 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 there's a, but I, but I could ring up a whole name of multi-platform games. Oh, absolutely. But, you yeah. know, the, the AAA titles on the whole are the, are the exclusives, aren't they? The, the big hitters. You know, are those no, I exclusives. Just, I just don't games. think the exclusives are as dominant as they were before. No I, no, I suppose I'd agree with you, but they are expected to be the jewels of the crown, aren't they? You know, if it's exclusive, it's got to be this amazing yeah. thing. Well, they, they, look, Sony and Microsoft have fund them because they know... That, that that's a console seller, isn't it? People yeah. will buy a 360 for Forza or for Halo. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's another one. It's not on the PS3 or something. Yeah, and obviously yeah. God of War 3 next year as well. Also, you know, these are big. Forza's on the Xbox 360, and PS3 has nothing like it. Oh, well, wait. Gran Turismo's coming, so yeah. you know it will do in Feb next year. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that's Less. what I mean. Yeah. So these these games are, are sort of important, but from from a gamer's point of view as well, they're good because you we know, all are... win. We all win. We're all winners. We all, all, all of us, because we all own PS3s and 360s. Yeah. So yeah, so we're wealthy. I see. That's the thing is, I think we we win if we can afford to have both systems. But I think people who can't are probably a little irritated that yeah. we can't get some of the games. No, I totally agree. You know, and it is frustrating. I mean, we saw all the posts when Left 4 Dead came out because it wasn't coming out on the PS3, and it's like, why can't we have Left 4 Dead? And then there's people like, who wants to play Left 4 Dead anyway? And all that sort of stuff. I mean, let's. No one's gonna. No one's gonna play Left 4 Dead uh, this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. But I'm. I'm getting it. I'm probably the only one. I'm gonna I'll... get it, but I'm not gonna go run out and get it day one. I'm oh, I'm getting it. Launch, you know, but we'll see what happens. I'll uh, report back next week yeah. if anyone's played it with me or whether I've been sat there all lonely playing it on my own. Oh, no, and then Stu's gonna make a video. I've been playing Left 4 Dead 2 <laughs> for 14 hours. I've been playing Left 4 Dead. I've been playing Left 4 Dead for 17 minutes, and yeah. there was nobody else on. <laughs> yeah. Just so me on my right own. I, I thought it'd be like Left 4 Dead 1, but with better uh, things. things. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, but let's have a look at software sales then for October, which is right. It was a little. I sub- what he was doing MPDs. Actually. I was like, <laughs> we're not done with the MPDs yet. No software sales because there is a little surprise amongst them. Or well, not to Just us. Go ahead and tell us what the surprise is now. Um, obviously, Uncharted Two was the biggest seller. That's not a surprise. Seller, which isn't a surprise. But Borderlands was number three. Good. And and then this is this is the cool thing on the 360. It was only about about 110,000 copies behind Uncharted Two. Okay. So Uncharted 2 sold 537,000. Borderlands on the 360 sold 418,000. Oh, that's definitely the sleeper, that one. Isn't it just, isn't it? Mm. I mean, and it's not even featured for the PS3 in the top 10. So Borderlands for the PS3 it just, just people isn't. People knew you, everything people heard about Borderlands was, got to play co-op, got to play co-op, got to play co-op. So people were like, all right, buy it on the PS3 then. No, I would think it's more the fact that everyone was playing Uncharted 2 in all honesty. You know, because that was the big game on the PS3. For yeah, me. if you got a PS3 and you, you, you're looking forward to Uncharted rather than yeah, Borderlands. Borderlands would be kind of like, there's nothing else to play until Modern Warfare 2. I've finished yeah. Uncharted. Let's buy Borderlands. And yeah. it turned out to be great. So. Yeah. But then <laughs> it, 
it sort of pales into insignificance to a certain extent when you look how many copies of Halo 3 ODST sold in September, which was... Well, five bajillion. <laughs> no, not quite that. Not as many as I thought it would be, but one and a half million. That That's not bad it. for a... Again, that took about six months to make. Yeah, really? That's not bad. Yeah. That shows Fine. the power of the brand. You know, you build up that brand loyalty in people, and they're just like, yeah. A guitar hero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, still I still love buying them. I mean, I would imagine if we looked at how many uh, copies of the um, the Halo roleplay, you know, the real-time strategy game. What was that called? Yeah. Halo, Halo Wars. Wars. Halo Wars. I think we'd find that sold a hell of a lot as well. <laughs> you know, yeah, it would have. because of Halo. A huge amount. But the difference, well, no, not the difference, but that was actually quite good, though. That was, that's a good it thing. It was, because it's a good but game if, as well. if that didn't have Halo in the title, it would have probably sold a third if of what it was. It was Battle yeah. Wars. Yeah. <laughs> it, would, it wouldn't have yeah. sold anywhere near that amount. And that is a branding thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. That's on its name, although... Microsoft, Microsoft know that, you know. Yeah, yeah of course. Absolutely. And it, it, it did they turn out... They should. They should know. Okay. I have got some news for Duke. I don't know whether he is interested Oh, or... yeah! I'm all, I love news! But they but they have dated Final Fantasy thirteen. Uh, whatever, dude. I stopped caring about Final Fantasy You're not about bothered anyway, are you? four episodes back. <laughs> but it's uh, going to be released in March 2010. The Great. Same. That is uh, the official I'll get release. right on it. As soon as I finish Eternal Cutscene, I'll be sure to pick up Final Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> are you still playing Eternal Sonata, by the way? Uh, well, not since Modern Warfare 2 came okay, out. You want to be near it. You want to be near it. I mean, are you, are you actually excited for Final Fantasy 13, though, Duke? No. Can I ask? No, not at all. Really? Not even, not even a little bit. Because they jumped the shark, like, again, like three episodes back. Like, I think Final Fantasy 11 was the last one I tried. And I played it for, like, two hours. And I was just like, there was so much to keep track of and all this bookkeeping crap about junctioning your summon crystals to the path of destiny for your character. And who gives a sh- yeah. It's like, I don't, they have to make it so complicated. They can't, again, they don't have a good story to tell because they always tell the same story. And so instead, they just give you all sorts of stupid crap to keep track of. And that's what is the uh, same, what is the same story in Final Fantasy? There's some, some person or company, they kind of switch off and on between the different games that's trying to gain all the power in the world and you have to stop them and there's some ancient prophecy that you connect with and you you know the you you fight the same villain seven times and it's just and then there's this girl you're kind of attracted to the one girl you meet but then there's this other girl you're also kind of attracted to and it's just like no to choose now, you see, I thought you would have been excited for this, because you are a big Final Fantasy fan, you know. I'm thought... a Final Fantasy VII fan. I so should we... say I'm a Final Fantasy fan in general. You know, Chini and I, I mean, Chini, you, you, have you ever actually played a Final Fantasy game at all? Um... So that's a no. So, <laughs> so should either myself or Chini, you've never really played one. Should we, should we be buying this, you know, should we try it? Uh, probably not, because you don't like turn-based combat, and it's turn-based, isn't it? I assume it is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like turn-based combat. I don't. You should. The videos I've seen are turn-based. Yeah, Yeah, it looks turn-based, but with a mixture. I think there's a little bit of a mixture. Well, they've all got a mixture now because they can't. People don't like turn-based combat no more. But every time I look at the the combat, it's just. There's so many numbers of things flying around. I don't get it. See, that's the thing is I think people who play Final Fantasy games have played the ones in the past. And if you look at the ones they made on, you know, the the very first 
PlayStation, and you know, those are very simple to keep track of, but now people want more and you know they they're not going to be happy with that same amount of information now so they got to put all these other things up on the screen that's and, and that's the but, thing is that if you put on one little element in each game then yeah it's not a big deal because it's just one more thing to keep track of but you've already got the other 15 yeah, things trying to the other ones right, but that exactly. that was my that was my point about modern warfare 2 is uh, like I play Call of Duty 4 a lot, yeah. so I'm used to all this XP and leveling up and perks. I know what all that's about. Yeah. Um, but my brother's friend, who has no idea what's going on, he hasn't seen this before, so he's not trying to. He doesn't. He doesn't already know about. He doesn't know about challenges. Has perks. He freaked out yet, or and he's he, all right he, with it? He just had a fit on the floor, so he was playing it. No, but he he's kind of just learning it a lot slower. It's just a, it's a more of a learning curve, you know. Yeah. And yeah. that's I mean. That's the second Modern Warfare game mm-hmm. that's done that. This is the 13th yeah. Final Fantasy game. Right. Or I, I'm sure that the, 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 the American versions, there's less of them or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. But, yeah, like I have to play all those games to get this, do yeah. I? Or it's it's really weird. I, I don't I mean, I'll try it. I'll try it. All right? I will try it. But I don't think I'm going to like it. I, but I, I hope I do, but I don't think I will. I was going to say, can I ask, I assume, you know, all Final Fantasy games are, you know, obviously okay. in the same universe, but I assume each game is a story in itself, so you don't... It is, and it's uh, it's not very clear that they're all in the same universe, because it's sort of you think they are, but uh, the story with Eleven was so very weird, and there's something in the world where this guy's, like, playing this weird underwater sport, and then there's a demon dragon that comes up for some reason, and, and then you and your girlfriend are out in a lake, and you're, like, looking at the stars. So it's, like, hard to tell what connection that's going to have to Sephiroth and, and, you know, this world that you traveled around in Final Fantasy VII. So it's all, it's not very clear what the connect, why they keep calling it. And Final Fantasy, it's not the Final Fantasy, apparently, because if there's 13 of them, then it's the... It's like, I think you Friday the 13th. Never yeah, exactly. ends. Never ends. Yeah. I mean, as we're talking about Final Fantasy, I have got a list of seven RPGs to watch out for next year. Uh-huh. So I thought we'd go through these and, and see if you're actually going to buy any of these, rent them, or just not bother. Okay. Aspect okay. 2, yes. Right, Mass Effect 2 is the first on the list, so is yes. that a buy? It'll be the first bother? in the year. It'll be the first of the year. Uh, it's going to be the first game I buy probably in the year. I'm going to love it. I'm going to jizz over it. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's a definite buy for me as well because I'm really looking forward to it now. You know, and after playing a little bit of it at Eurogamer, I'm, I'm even more convinced it's going to be great. So it's a definite buy. And for you, Duke? Eh, I'll probably wait to find it used cheap. Oh, skin fling. <laughs> okay. The game <laughs> industry's dying, man. Yeah, You're killing the yeah. game industry, man. Buy these games. Buy them. Now, buy it. Um, the next one is Final Fantasy Thirteen, of course. So, buy rent, not at all, don't bother. Rent. <laughs> and you, that's a no from you, is it? That's a no. I okay. mean, you know, if I if I stumble upon a, a store where they have it up on a 360... Even, like, just stumble a, a copy in the street. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. I'll give it a chance. <laughs> if they put a demo up, I'll take a look, but I know they won't. So. Oh, that reminds me, actually, talking of RPGs in the street... Um, <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't believe this, but but a couple of weeks ago we went into Preston shopping, and when we were sat at the bus stop, went to the bus stop to catch the bus back at, back to home because we you know do the park and ride, leave your car outside of town, catch the bus in, and we got to the bus stop, and there was a game on the windowsill of the library next to the oh. bus stop on outside. I was like, oh, what's that? So I went to pick it up, and you know what it was? It was 
the PC version of Two Worlds Special Edition <laughs> on the on the windowsill. Wow. Someone had just left it there. I assume you didn't yeah. take it either. No, I put it back down. But what was, <laughs> it's still what was, there today. What was quite funny about it, it had the price tag. They bought it second hand from game, and it was 99p. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is about half a dollar. <laughs> Uh, did it have the game in it and stuff? Yeah, it uh, it was a special edition uh-huh. one. It had the game, all the you know the booklet and everything was in there. Oh, talking about booklets, right? That's reminded me of another one. We've segued way off a segue there, <laughs> but um, can I say that Modern Warfare Two is shit? Uh, the the instruction book is I've got it right in front of me here. It's shit. Is uh, hang on, hang on. It's seven pages long. Yeah. The back page is about product license agreements. Of course. Uh, sixth page is customer support, and it's half filled. Uh, on page four, it gives you a heads-up display of the hood, <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, we, we're all familiar with these. It you explains get a where the buttons are on the 360. It, 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 it gives you an image of, like, the average screen yeah. of what you come across in the game, and then it, it indicates, you know, this is the map number right, nine. Right. But usually... When it shows you this, it actually has an image. What? Right? This is just a grey box and where these things would be. Wow. Yeah. See, I don't even it, love uh, Does it have a page for notes? Because I always love that in game manual. Uh, no. a page no. for notes. There isn't. Hold on. No. Sorry. The, no, no, there's, well, you can use like the very back, back page because that's blank. Um, page 8. There is a page 8, sorry. That's that's just got register your game at activision.com. Um... Uh, let's see. There is a page dedicated to game controls and half a page dedicated to the main menu. <laughs> oh it is by far for for one of the most highly highly anticipated um, and probably best selling ever games ever in the world ever. It has one of the worst instruction manuals I've ever come Let across. Let me ask you this question: life. Is there an advertisement on the back cover? No. There is I think a... That seems like that's the number one reason why manuals exist these days. When you open up the box, there's an ad on. I guess they put those try Xbox Live free thing. Yeah, I've got a 48-hour Xbox Live. Which card. I don't get that. I mean, well, I guess we don't need to come back to this question of why people buy Modern Warfare 2, but but it um... is. Tr- I mean, it is truly awful. The only reason I agree, I knew because my when I went round to my to my friend's friend Chewie's last Wednesday to play, he showed and me last manual. Thursday and last Friday. No, and no, only Wednesday. No, only Wednesday. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he showed it me, and he's uh, truly awful and lazy and terrible. <laughs> well, and why like, should they bother putting time and money into making a manual that no bother. one's going to read? I mean, when when everyone's going to pay anyway. This, when you compare this to like the GTA manual, and when they make yeah, a, an effort, so, and, yeah, right. You know, it's like a guide. It's like a guidebook to Liberty City. It's really cool, it and is. they've always done that. Yeah. It's just really weird. Why they've done like that. a I don't slap know. in the face, isn't it? You're gonna buy it anyway, so who cares? We yeah. don't even need to bother. Yeah, lazy yeah. bastards. Anyway, uh, well, who reads them there anyway? So no one reads. Well, them. it wouldn't make any difference even if you did. Um, right, okay. Let's go back to these RPGs. Anyway, no more Modern Warfare Two stuff tonight. That is right. it. There's a line okay. under it. No okay, more. what's the next okay. RPG? Uh, Fallout Vegas. Oh, oh God! Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now there isn't any that, confirmed date for this. It's just ah. spring 2010, apparently. But, oh, baby. The, Not no, it won't come out. It won't come out then because they're making uh, Alpha Protocol. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the next one on the list, funnily enough. Uh, Alpha Protocol is a spy RPG. Um, Bethesda. Which? Uh, no, it's it's going to be published Obsidian. by Bethesda. But it's it's yeah. Uh, it's the same so, yeah, it, it, I mean, this looks kind of interesting. This looks cool. 
Um, I might rent this one, uh, maybe buy it depending on the time. But huh. yeah, I, I doubt Fallout Vegas will come out next year because they they delayed Alpha Protocol. Um, that'll come out next year, and then Fallout New Vegas is the year after. The only thing I would say with Fallout New Vegas, I don't know, I, I don't know, because they're using the same engine as obviously Fallout Three. A lot of the textures and the stuff will already be there, so it might only be a case of reskinning the game. The same textures, it's, it's no, no, but a lot of the, you know, it, it probably isn't. I mean, I don't, I don't game develop, so I wouldn't know. But I assume it's not that difficult once you've got a lot of the building blocks already there. To, well, they, to them they know the game. vision, obviously. They've got the vats and the stuff. Yeah, and they've got to there's a lot that, of stuff there for them to play with, so they might not have to do that much work to change the story and move the location somewhere else. I mean, to me, it's, it's, it would only be like doing an expansion for Fallout 3, in a way. Hmm. Oh, oh, the well, protocol is going to have real-time dialogue. It's interesting. Yeah, that'll be... Let's see how that works. <laughs> see what it does. But yeah, it's like a 24-type thing, isn't it? That should be interesting. I'm looking. I'm. I'm not. I mean, Alpha Protocol. I'm not that excited, but I'll be interested to see it, yeah. just to see if it's any good. And and if that comes out first, it'll give maybe some idea whether Fallout New Vegas is going to be any good or not, won't it? I suppose once we've seen what else they do, it'll be interesting. Um, the next one, Resonance of Fate, which I've not even heard of. I have to no. say, uh, by a company called Triace. Now that I have heard of them, they've made quite a few. Uh, JRPG type games, haven't they? Well, it can't be that important if there's no Wikipedia article about it yet. Isn't it? Nope. Ah, interesting, but it's, it's going to be a, a 360 game, isn't it? Hmm. So it's going to be a 360 game, but okay. they, they're still doing a lot of that, aren't they, to try and push those 360s in Japan? Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. And um, yeah, it doesn't seem to make a hell of a lot of difference. They seem to have a little spike when they re- release one, and then a week later they're back to selling about two. Yeah. Um, All right, so, next yeah. RPG. Yeah, the next one. Yeah, because we've never heard of that, have we? Uh, so yeah, the next one is Arcania, a Gothic tale, which again I've never ever heard of. A Gothic that. tale. Yeah. The Gothic series. Yeah. Have you? Has anyone heard of the Gothic series? No, uh, uh, I feel like I should have, but I don't think I have. Yeah, yeah. wasn't there an Arcania of Time or something like that? That uh, seems about. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. I've never heard of it. But the final one, the final one, and again, this has to be confirmed. But uh, you know, I, I would be very surprised if this doesn't come uh, next autumn, which is Fable Three. Oh, no, that's, man. that's coming. That's coming. Oh, that's definitely coming, isn't it? But will they have Natal? Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. And by the way, there's been some, some Natal news this week, did you know? Oh, I had to mention Natal, didn't I? I know, yeah, there's been some Natal news that it's going to cost less than 50 quid, apparently. Oh, it's to... man, that's even less money than I'm not going to spend. <laughs> I know. It's going to be fairly cheap. It's oh, not going boy. to be some mega expensive peripheral that everyone thought it would be. And it's also been given Innovation of the Year at some technical award ceremony. By people who don't play video games, probably. Yeah, probably. I, will, I don't assume they do. So, Fable 3, is it going to be a buy, a rent, or a not bother? It's, it depends what else is out, I guess. I mean, I need to finish Fable 2. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that helps. Yeah, that does help. As with Fable 2, I'll probably wait until I get it, find it really cheap yeah. used. I think I'm. I, I really don't know what else is out at the moment at, at that time. So uh, I don't know. 
I, I, it's not high on my list of games I can't wait for, you know. No, I think I felt a bit that way with Fable 2. You know, I think when Fable 2 was coming out, I was really excited for it because, you know, it had consequences for gamers. You know, stuff you did in the game had far-reaching stuff, you know, and it would affect the whole world when you did something naughty. Wow. You know, and then he didn't when he no. came. Oh, but this time they really are going to do this. This time there really is going to be consequences. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just to quickly touch on that before we move on to the quiz, you know. Um, after playing Heavy Rain, you know, and he said about the not playing through the game more than once because he didn't want people to see what other options there were or what else might happen if you did things differently. You know, should there, should there be, be consequences for the decisions you make in a game? I mean, how do you actually feel about that? It uh, it's the type of thing where it would be good if it had some actual consequences and like we saw some sort of large scale responses to the choices that you make, but uh, I don't think they've really ever done that. I mean, what I I mean, what I'd have liked to see David Cage do, you know, because he he went on a lot about only playing the game once, but it's still got a checkpoint system. You know, so if you don't particularly like the way something's gone, you can just go back to a previous checkpoint and do it again. I would have liked to have seen him find his balls and take that out of the game. What? <laughs> I would have liked. I would have liked him to sort of, you know, put his neck on the line and make a game where there truly were consequences that you couldn't go back and and change it for something you'd prefer. You know, if if your character got killed or a well, character, how are you, you going to do that with got... saving the game? I mean, you have to. Well, save you wouldn't. It. You wouldn't have a save you well, could go it... back to, though. GTA does it as soon as you make a decision. Yeah. It saves. But you could still go back to if you've got a save game in the in the safe house, couldn't you? Well, yeah, what do you, wait, okay. I'm sorry. What do you what do you propose, Stu, in terms of saving the game? No, no, there wouldn't be any. You don't so save your game. You have to play it all in one sitting. No, no, no. So it would save your progress, but you yeah. wouldn't be able to go backwards. So, so once something had happened, it would automatically do an auto save, and that would be it from that point so it onwards. Saves every ha- time anything happens. Yeah, anything of consequence. Yeah. So oh. it would have regular saves every save. Three or four minutes. Well, yeah. which is basically what Demon Souls does. That auto saves almost constantly. It's always about Demon Souls, isn't it? No, no. But I'm saying that Just does it, and there are consequences to, to your actions in that game. You know, you can't go back. You can't change it. You know, yeah. once you've lost those souls, they're lost forever. You know, you can't go and get them back again. Yeah. You know, if you get killed twice, that's just tough shit. Yeah. You know, and they've they've done that, and people don't seem to be bothered about it. I mean, Peter. Well, but Mullen, that's also not a very story based game. I mean. That's collecting things. Well, it sort of is, but, you know, it has got, yeah, it has got story elements in it. But, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I'm talking more about the Fable 2s, you know, these supposedly very story-focused and driven games. You know, Peter Molyneux was famously, not quoted, but he did say when they were doing the playtesting, gamers, originally he was going to have a similar system to that, where once something had happened, that was it. Yeah. You couldn't change it or go back and do something different. You know, that was the end of it. And they found that gamers were actually turning off the consoles. Wow. So that they could go back and do it again, you know, so it wouldn't, you know, register. It's just, but I just feel like, you know, that we should have that now. I think we're adult enough to play games and accept what's happened. But see, you know what? I mean, this comes back to that thing we were talking about in terms of, like, why shouldn't the content be open to you as soon as you buy the game? Because you would never get a movie where you can't get to certain things in it. And I think we, we've come to expect in games that we're going to have the ability to see what's on the disc. And I think if you do that, like, you know, it's locked out. What You can't ever see what the other option would be. I don't think people would go for that. 
Yeah, but then, I don't know. I mean, if you're watching a film or reading a book, it only ever goes one way, doesn't it? You don't yeah, because get... there aren't 16 branches to, for it to go through. If yeah, there were 16 but... branches, like when you do choose your adventure books, like yeah. you've all said, you'd go and find out what happens if you go left. Yeah, but you're not meant to, are you? Well, so... You do it, but you're not meant I mean, what do you think, Ginny? What? <laughs> well, what do you think? Choose your I adventure mean... books. Should you be able to read... The other alternatives, or should you should the Just page accept. explode as soon as you go to the other page? Well, that was I mean, a limitation of the of the the, the book, the book. So uh, I think, um, yeah, I, regard- I do think they should be a little bit more ballsy. Yeah, I mean, in regards to heavy rain, and especially the way he keeps going on about, you know, you everybody has a different experience, and you discuss it afterwards. Well, that ain't so, going to happen, is he? Well, let me ask you this then. So you're proposing that when you play Heavy Rain yeah. and you finish it. Yeah, the game locks up and you can't play no. it. Oh, no! You can play through the whole game again if that's what you want to so do. You but... Only, but you can only play it through the one way and then play it through all over again another way if you want. Yeah, if that's what you chose to do. Yes, that's what I'm proposing. So what I propose is that it auto saves on a regular basis, and whatever happens happens, and you can't go back and change it. But see, I got to be honest with you. When we put this conversation together with the one we had earlier about the need of game developers to step the game up in terms of storytelling, I don't know that I have enough faith that the story is going to be worth playing it through all over again, doing it differently. I mean, that's why I only played Fable Two once because I didn't think it was going to be different enough to do it as an evil person. Which, to be to be fair, is fine because that's what he wants people to do anyway. Uh, yeah, well. you know, that's what he wants people to do. He wants them to play it through once. That's the version of that game. And that's the end of it, but people aren't going to do that, because if they're not happy with one of their characters dying, they're just going to go back and do it again and do it right the second time, aren't they? Or do it differently. And I think that's where his logic is is sort of probably wrong, because the playing it through once only makes no odds if you can go back and change something that's happened in the game, because they're going to play it through multiple times in the same game, aren't they? Because that's they what will. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's what oh, will well. He should have found his balls and, you know, done that, you know, done it so it had no checkpoints where you could go back. Yes, you should write him a letter. I should Tell write him you're going to boycott. And I should have asked him that, shouldn't I? That's my, that should have been my question to him. Yeah, jeez. Oh, well. Anyway. Um, time doesn't go backwards. It's time to move on. Yeah, because time, we see, we can't change anything we've said exactly. now. Exactly. See, we can't reload our last save point. Yeah, we Watch can. Now. It's called editing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is we can't uh, edit life, man. You can't edit life. That is true. And if these games want to be like real life, that's what they've got to do, isn't it? Right. You can't edit life. Okay. Um, can't take back that time you spent on the cop. Now, I believe, I believe you, you've got a very special uh, interview for I us. I did do a special interview. I, I'm, I'm excited this is going to be part of the show because uh, my special uh, woman did uh, played the Wallace and Gromit Fright of the Bumblebees, and uh, as soon as she got done, I was like, oh, you should talk about it on the podcast. She's like, I don't know, I don't know. So I finally convinced her to do it, and so we got an interview with the Duchess of Scath. Excellent. This is exclusive. To- exclusive. No one else has got this. That's right. <laughs> Excellent. So, Maestro, if you would please play our special interview. Hi, everybody. I'm here with the Duchess of Scath, or she's sometimes known as Robot. Hello! Robot R Monkey Brain. Hello, loyal subjects. Yes, tell everybody why you choose the name Robot R Monkey Brain. Because I read a story about this research and where scientists, they took monkey brains and they um, figured out how to get them to manipulate robot arms, and it was cool. 
brains, monkey brains. Were they zombie researchers? No, because then they would be eating the monkey brains. Monkey brains. Okay, we're here to talk about the Wallace and Gromit Xbox point-and-click adventure, Fright of the Bumblebees. But first, you played the Project Zoo game that was on the PlayStation 2, right? How was that? Um, I played it for a while, and then I sort of lost interest because I got frustrated at a certain point. A lot of people get that game fatigue. We've talked about that on the podcast before, so you're not alone. I thank you. I thought maybe I was. No, there's other people like you out there. Hiding in shame in a corner. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, I remember the levels being a bit weird. The level design was a little sketchy and sometimes hard to control and stuff on that version. Yeah, I just remember getting to a point of something about a tree and having to climb up and do all sorts of crazy stuff that I just couldn't do. So, whatever. Okay, so Wallace and Gromit, Friday the Bumblebees. General impressions, how, how does it compare to like the, sh- the short films and the movie and stuff? Oh, it's very cute, and it's very in the spirit of Wallace and Gromit with all sorts of um, all sorts of detailed um, contraptions and, and inventions going awry and ridiculous situations that you have to get yourself out of and, and Gromit doing his cute little exasperated look into the camera and all that kind of good stuff. Excellent. So what's the basic premise of the story? Wallace is starting up that they're tight on money and Wallace is starting up a honey business and he's got bees but he needs to get them a lot more flowers so he can sell a lot more honey. And so he figures out how to do that but then the side effect is that he has these huge um, aggressive bumblebees that are then um, terrorizing the townsfolk. And what would you say is like the funniest moment in the whole episode? I thought it was really funny when you have to figure out how to get a tea bag off of the bosom of your neighbor. But Wallace is just all awkward about it. It's pretty funny. Yes. How would you rate the gameplay in terms of the difficulty of the puzzles and how much fun you had when you were playing it? It was fun. You know, you had to put in a good chunk of effort to figure things out without it being too difficult and and there was enough um, latitude that if you didn't figure something out the first time you could then when you realized oh no I should have used this for that then um, you know you realize and also they do give you hints and you can control that how frequent characters in the um, in the story will give you hints so I didn't adjust that I just left it on the default that makes me default level player yeah that's fine default's a good level I you and me, man. You're not going to default me? <laughs> as long as you don't go Serena Williams on me. I'll shove this up your Let's move on. Um, how long did the game last? Like, how many hours all told? I don't know. I played it for a couple of days. Um, probably, like, total between three and five hours. Something like that. All right, excellent. It's an episode left, which also makes it less intimidating to the um, not usual game player. Excellent. And uh, so on a scale of 1 to 10, Fright of the Bumblebees, where would you put it? It's not as cool as Ico, but it's it's cooler than um, pretty much any other game that I've played. But Ico rocks, man. Yeah, see, it's not just me, people. Everyone who plays Ico Ico is the best game ever. They should make more games like that. For people like me who don't like to kill things all the time in your leisure time, then, you know, Weirdo. just have some... Why not just have some more puzzle sort of games? There's some more, like, story... I mean, I guess there's stories in other games, but... So that's why I like Wallace and Gromit, and I, I vote for more games like that, and also Ico. All right. Well, when you finish episode two, uh, Last Resort, I think we'll have to have you come back. Thoughts on that? You'll have to. I'll have to. It's a moral imperative. No, I have to walk the dog. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Excellent. <laughs> yeah.
Aiko, woo, Aiko. I'm going to say your missus sounds like a lot of fun. She's awesome, man. She sounds like she enjoys games as well, which is weird for a missus. Well, you know, she's a special... She's such a super lady. Aww. Um, Ginny, you've you've got codes for these. Have you you actually looked at them at all? Can I ask? Yeah, uh, I do have episode two, three, and four. The Last Resort, Muzzled, and the Boogeyman. Or the Bogeyman. Uh, uh, is it, uh, yeah, Telltale Games was kind enough to send me them. Cool. For free. Why? Uh, because I, they like me. And I'm all, <laughs> they just um, opened the phone book like, him! Yeah, <laughs> I baked them cake. Yeah. Um, I heard the cake and, was a lie. And I I haven't played them. <laughs> uh, but what, what I did want to know, what your lovely wife didn't answer, was will I need to have played episode one to... I don't, no, you know. I don't think so. I mean, we, we, she hasn't started episode two yet, but from what I can tell, I mean, I, I worried that people who hadn't played, who hadn't ever watched Wallace and Gromit might be kind of lost here, but I don't think yeah. it, that's true. I think they're very sort of self-contained and they're okay. designed to be cute, but also obviously you get a lot more out of it if you watch the Wallace and Gromit stuff. So I, I you know, I'll tell you this, that it was entertaining enough for me to just sit and watch her play. And, right. Uh, it's kind of frustrating if I have an idea of what she should do and she doesn't do it. And I'm like, oh, but, you know. Yeah. Do you tell her yeah. or do you no, hold of back? I, of course I hold back. Oh, that's good. Um, Sometimes yeah, I get so... up and go in the other room and play World of Goo. You don't, you don't grab, grab the controller out of the hands and show <laughs> her how to do not. it. I'll, um, I'll play these games yeah. uh, for next week. I'll play The Last Resort at least. Right. You tear I'll yourself get... away from Modern Warfare too. Yeah, that's the problem, you see. There's uh, too many games. Yeah. I've just read up what the story of the last resort is, and he, uh, Wallace prepares to take Gromit to Blackpool. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I love Wallace and Gromit. Cheese, Cheese Gromit! Yeah, the voice acting was great. I mean, it really does feel like... And, you know, the graphics are sophisticated enough so that it really even looks like a Wallace and Gromit episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll play, play uh, Last Resort next week. I'll, I'll do that. Well, yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, no, it sounds pretty good, Wallace and Gromit. I, I keep thinking I should give this a try, but just haven't got around to it, I have to say. I played the demo, which I thought was actually good. Yeah. I like the demo. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, when there's no other games to play, which I don't know when that will ever be, I might give it a whirl. It's worth a punt. I know, I might give it a whirl. Right, I think it's that time of the week for the uh, the quiz. The quiz with our quiz master, Duke. Yeah, cue the theme music. Here we go. Alright, welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Gamerators. I'm your host, Duke Scaff. And tonight we have two epic champions going for the world championship title. In the red corner we have Stu. Yay! And in the blue corner, we have Chinny. This is actually the royal blue corner. Yeah, all right. Here we go. we got three sections here. Uh, two of them are new, and one of them is sort of a general questions type of thing. We're calling that one, Where's Your Dome, in honor of uh, Yoda. Yoda the the exactly, yes. Okay, so the first section is called Coming Soon. And the first half of each of these sections is going to be for Stu, and then Chinny at the second half. So, uh, Coming Soon. This is the premise of Coming Soon. I have found a bunch of movies based on video games and found I've brought audio from the trailers for those movies. So you have to guess which movie this audio is from the trailer of. Mr. Chinny, if you would please play the first sound file, trailer one for Stu. Okie doke. Here we go. I should say this movie came out in 2001. 
Is it Mortal Kombat, the movie? Oh, I'm sorry, damn. that's not right. Chinny, would you like to try to guess? 2001? Yes. A movie based on a game? Yes. Can I listen to it again? Yes. Play. Born into wealth. The future is yours now. Groomed by the elite. And trained, trained for combat. I know what it is now. Damn. Oh, I have no idea. Sorry. Can I, can I have another guess? Well, you can guess, but not for points. Damn. Is it Tomb Raider? Damn it. I do. When I heard it second time, I knew. I had oh. to cut out her voice, because I knew that if people heard her voice, they'd know instantly, right? Okay. I knew. I knew. Damn. Yeah. Number two. Uh, came out in 1993. Mr. Chinny, if you would play trailer number two. Okay. of us, there burns the fury of a warrior. In every generation, a few are chosen to prove it. One of you three will decide the outcome of the tournament. Three strangers will travel to the mystical realm of Outworld. Alright, I'm sorry, that was 1995, not 1993. Was, was that, now I'm probably gonna, was that a Street Chinny, would you like to try to guess it? Uh, I thought it was my guess anyway. No, no. No, no, no. Mine. Sorry, the first two oh. were first two and the second. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Uh, okay. Mortal Kombat. Damn. That's it. Damn. Yep. Cool. All right. So that's one point for Chinny. Um, next one. Okay. So these two then, number three and number four, are for you, Chinny. And okay. the first one on your list comes from 2005. Uh, here we go. At a distant research facility, the final 10% of the human genome has just been discovered. And with it, all hell has broken loose. Now, a call for help has gone out. Game time. Listen up, man. We're going in hot. If it breathes, kill it. Uh... Uh, the only thing I can be like Far Cry. Stu, would did, you like to try to steal it? Did Evil Dead. No. No. Really? Somebody want to get it right for no points. Silent Hill? No idea then. Doom. No. Really? Oh, yep. Crap. Oh, Vin Diesel. No, not Vin Diesel. What was his uh, name? The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Rock. All right, last trailer. Here we go, 1993. They're brothers. Oh, no. They're on the trail of a mystical meteorite. It's incredible! That gives anyone who possesses it the power to rule the universe. Get me the rock! Don't get it, lizard breath! This ain't no game. Double Dragon. Stu? Was it Mario Brothers? Oh. 
Yes, it was. All right. I've never hey, seen that. This... I knew that. Yeah, I know. I never bothered to see that. But it's got a good cast. It's got like Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. And uh, yeah, I was very impressed with the cast. But anyway. All right. So it's all tied up after the trailer round. Okay, mm. let's get to the questions. Here's Where's Your Dome? These are all from a website called Games Radar. So if you have any dispute about any of the stuff in it, uh, take it up with them. First five will be for Stu and the second five will be for Chinny. Here we go. Question number one, Stu. Which system was the first one to offer online play through a built-in modem? Was it A, the PS1, B, the PS2, C, the Sega Dreamcast, or D, the Nintendo 64? It was the Sega Dreamcast. That's a point for Stu. Well done. Question number two. True or false, in the early development stages, Half-Life 2 featured a friendly alien who accompanied Dr. Freeman and ate the corpses he left behind. I'm going to say that's true. (laughs) Now, for a bonus point, can you tell me why they did not include that in the final game? Mm, Because... uh... Because he felt it'd be a better story if he was on his own. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's because it would have been too hard to program it realistically. So they did not include that. All right. Question number three. The little sisters in Bioshock were originally supposed to be an animal. Which animal was it supposed to be? A, moles, B, dogs, C, cats, or D, rats? That's a really good question. I would have no idea. Right. Okay. I'm going to go for cats. Chinny, would you like to try to steal that one? Rats. No, the answer is moles. Really? So, yeah, it's true. They were supposed to be little mole creatures. All right, question number four. Which of the following did Sony initially plan for the game Shadow of the Colossus? A, a mushroom to make the player as big as the Colossus. B, a mechanic whereby the player would slice off parts of each Colossus. C, groups of characters on horseback toppling the Colossus together. Or D, colossi based on characters from other video games, including Final Fantasy VII, God of War, and Virtua Fighter I think it's the slicing mechanic. Chinny, would you like to try to steal this one? I think it's C, where they all get it together. Um... That's correct. Chinny's got two. All right, but you're still in the lead, Stu. Here's question number five, and there are no choices for this. You just have to kind of guess. What was the first Western-developed Xbox 360 game to break into the top ten of the Japanese game chart? Gears of War. All right. Stu's doing well. Four points for you, sir. Uh, Funny, we were talking about Japanese taking on to Western-developed games. Yeah. All right. uh, Chinny, are you ready? No. Okay, we're going ahead anyway. Number cool. one, which was the first system to provide full support for HDTV? Was it A, the PS2, B, the Xbox, C, SNK's Neo Geo system, or D, the Nintendo Wii? Repeat the question. Which was the first system to provide full support for HDTV? And the choice is? A, PS2. B, Xbox, C, SNK, Neo Geo, or D, Nintendo Wii? I really don't think it's the Xbox. I don't think it's the PS2. I don't think. I know it's not the Wii. So, 
uh, in fear of looking very, very stupid, Neo Geo. No. <laughs> Stu, would you like to guess? <clears throat> if it's any consolation, I would have said the same. <laughs> um, but I'll go for the original Xbox. Very good. It was the original Xbox. Okay, Chinny, your next question. Why did Matt Damon refuse to appear in the Bourne Conspiracy video game? Was it A, he wanted more money than they were offering? B, he believed it presented an unfair portrayal of foreigners? C, he felt it strayed too far from the plot of the movie? Or D, he felt it was too violent? Violence. Very well done. That puts you at three, Mr. Chin. Okay. Okay. Uh, eight. True or false? In the game Driver, the main uh, Driver Three with the little three where the E is supposed to be, the yep. main character mocks a drowning child. This was a jab at the inability of players to swim in GTA. False. That's correct. However, they do make fun of the fact that you cannot swim in GTA. Can you tell me how for one bonus point? No. Okay. <laughs> well, it's uh, they do it because uh, excuse me the the way they do it is by having him wear swimming bands, you know, the little floaty deals on his arms, as a way to show that yeah, it's tough in video games and for people to swim. Okay. Uh, next question: Where does the name Atari come from? A. A rare fish found in Japan. B. The ancient Chinese board game Go. C. The classic Korean children's book Half Past Four. Or D. Founder Nolan Bushnell just made it up. I'd say he made it up. Stu, would you like to try to steal the point? I think it's from the book. No, I thought there's no way that could be made up. (laughs) That's not made up, and it's not from a book. It's from the ancient Chinese board game Go. It's a situation in the game, kind of like check in chess, where a piece or a group of pieces is in danger of being captured. Yeah. Okay, Chinny, your last question in this round. Which 2008 game celebrated its release with a series of tiny billboards? Celebrated its release with tiny billboards, 2008. Little Big Planet. Wow. (laughs) I could hear Stu praying that you would get it wrong. I know. Yep. Okay, final section is called Dove Image, and you'll understand why in just a second. You're going to have to start by figuring out what you're supposed to do in this section. And here's how we're going to do it with a couple of example items. Stu, the daddy, here is your example item. Yet adds thud. Chinny, Mike Chin, here is your example. Neck him in. What do you think you're supposed to do in this round? (laughs) I have no idea. Is it an anagram? It is anagrams. Very good. Yes. Rums. <laughs> okay. Do we get um, a point? That, no, no points for that. All right. So I'm each. I'm going to give you each five, and you're going to have okay. to tell me which game oh. I am describing. I will tell you a few things. Number one, each game is available on either the 360 or the PS3. So we're talking about all current gen games, and none of them on the on the, on the Wii. Uh, unless they're also available on the 360 or PS3. You have played all of the games I'm going to ask you about, except one. I made sure that each of you had one that you have not played. And all of the numbers are spelled out. So, for instance, if it were Final Fantasy VII, the seven would be S-E-V-E-N, and those letters would be mixed into the anagram. Everybody ready? Oh, my God. I make it easy why I don't. Jesus yeah. Christ. You're having okay. a laugh. Can you? Can you? Oh, my God. All right, here we go. So is it okay to type it out so, no. call it, so I have a visual representation? Yeah, I guess if you want to do that, that'll be okay. Okay, so. All oh right. Number one. 
Stu. Okay. Faith Fellow. Uh, Faith Fellow. Fallout 3. Stop. Shinny, would you like to try to steal that? Uh, <laughs> oh, this is hard. Uh, oh, no, I haven't got a clue. Sorry. It's Half-Life 2. Oh, ah. Dumb. All right, number two uh, for you, Stu. Ping ballet title. King or ping? Ping, P-I-N-G, okay. ballet, ping. B-A-L-L-E-T, title, T-I-T-L-E. Ballet title. The Ballad of Gay Tony. Oh, he's, he's got ballet. ballet I know, ballet. I know. I was done. There's no way. Would you like to try to steal it? Oh. <laughs> uh... I think I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's Little Big Planet. It is. <laughs> all right. That's a point for Chinny. It's all tied wow. up now. I will tell you that it is often a good idea when figuring out anagrams to see, okay, the answer you're going to give is see if some of the letters are in the one that I've given. Anyway, number three, stew. Anteater Salon. Yeah. Anteater Salon. I have no idea on the sun. Chinny, would you like to try to steal it? I thought I cracked the uh, the code. <laughs> you did I... for the last one. Uh, I don't know. I no, I don't know. I... It's Eternal Sonata. Uh, uh, we've talked about most of these tonight too. Uh, okay, next one, Stu. Here we go. Father okay. Zero. Oh, that should be easy. There can't be so many with a Z in the title, surely. It's true. What else got a Z in the title? Do you know? I've no idea. I'm trying to think of a game with a Z in the title. Can't think of one. No. Nope. Okay. I'm Chinny, would you like to try to steal it? No idea. Sorry. It's Forza Three. Oh, I'm, no way. I played the demo. I suppose that's loosely. No, no, but that was the one you had. I I chalked that up as you hadn't. Played. Okay. Okay, and here's your final one. And this was the one I said, oh, man, that's pretty hard. i got to put that one last. So, oh, here we go. Well, like the others weren't hard. <laughs> I know, right? Well, they <laughs> seemed easy to me, but then again, it's hard to tell when you're the one making up the question. Yeah, well, you're okay. the one that's the English teacher. Yeah, I know. I'm an, they, they might be easy to nerds. Okay, uh, number five. Here we go. Okay. Unhurt Toga Tradeoff. How do you spell it? Unhurt, U-N-H-U. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Got Toga, that. T-O-G-A. Trade-off. T-R-A-D-E-O-F-F. Oh, my God. That's huge. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll just read it out. I have no idea. There's no way you can make a game out of that. <laughs> yes, you can. Grand Theft Auto 4. Very well done, Stu. You got the brain. Well, at least I got bloody one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're pulling to the lead. All right. Here we go. Chinny, you ready? I would have never got that one. <laughs> okay. Chinny, your first one is Blackboard Teens. Blackboard Teens, as in teenagers. That's correct. Um, I've always played this. Yes. Is it Beatles Rock Band? Hey! Well, oh. Very nice. Okay, next one. Oral wash. Oh, 
Ah, uh, CJ. Well then, say it. I don't want to. <laughs> it's yeah, it is Taylor Wars. Yes, it was. All right, next one. That was easy. That one was an easy one. Reheat to full. <laughs> <laughs> There's no I in. Oh yeah, there is. Uh. <laughs> oh no. I've played this. I, you know what? I shouldn't tell you that because I didn't tell Stu whether he no, played no them clues. or not. No clues. I've already given you the clue that four of them you've played, one of them you haven't. The only thing, because Fall looks like Fall Fallout 3. Is that your final answer? <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, let me check Fall Out. There's no... Oh. Yeah, Fallout 3. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, my God. I had that written down, ready to go as well. I checked it all. Damn. Yep. All right. Chenny's on a roll here. Oh, uh, next one. <laughs> Don't worry. That's about to end. Canal, Mosque, Tofu. How do you spell Mosque again? M-O-S-Q-U-E. Tofu. T-O-F-U. Yeah, Tofu. What the hell? <laughs> Canal Mosque. Tofu. I'd like to say, by the way, that I came up with all these on my own. I did not use a computer for any of these. I'm just kidding. I totally... <laughs> yeah, you totally <laughs> used it. <laughs> of course I used a computer. I'm not that much of a nerd. <laughs> I think I got it then. Hang on. No. No. I, I don't know this at all. Sorry. Stu, would you like to try to steal the point? I'm just looking, I'm trying to think what, because it can only be S-Q-U, so sort of, or S-Q-E. Hold on, how did you spell mosque again? M-O-S-Q-U-E. Oh, Mind no. you, you already said you didn't know, we buzzered, it's Stu. It's Stu. Oh, no! I'll tell you what, Chinny, I'll let you have this, because I don't know. Go on, you can have a guess now, then. Go so on, you're going to give spe- him a point if he gets it right? If he, if he spelled it wrong, that's fair enough. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. All right, what is it, Jenny? You love this game. That you dick. <laughs> What's your answer, Jenny? It's Quantum of Solace. I do love that game. I thought that uh, Q was a big hint, just like I thought the Z in Forza was a big hint. Okay. Yeah, I the Q. I didn't have a Q. Uh, well, that's fair enough. If you didn't spell it right, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, you know, I want to make sure you spell it. Okay, here we go. The last one. You ready? Now, this one's doubly tricky because it's long. It's the last one, so I made sure it was the Brain Buster. And it has the name of a game in it, but that name of the game is not the game we're looking for. Okay. So, the anagram is Crawdad Low Try Fallout. But I'll tell you, of course, it's not Fallout. <laughs> Crawdaddy, so is that... Uh, C-E-R-A-W-D-A-D. Yep. Low, L-O-W. Yep. Try Fallout. I have no idea. Sorry. Stu, would you like to try to steal the point? I'm trying to think of another game with a huge title. And double L. No, I have no idea, I have to say. Oh, the oh, first... Oh, no, no, no. Uh, no points, but you can impress uh. the heck out of us. Damn! Oh, I should have hesitated more. <laughs> it's, it's Call of Duty World at War. 
Oh, too late now. <laughs> Very nice, yes. Okay, so at the end of the quiz, it's Stu with six and Chinny with nine. So congratulations to you both. Well done. I uh, hope you all had fun with it, and thanks you, thank you for coming by. We'll see you next week. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Mm. But, yeah, a good time was had by all. Thank you very much for that, Duke. Good quiz. Uh, Damn, I was getting ready to cheer because I thought I'd won. But I don't. You can Damn. still cheer. You did very well. Yeah. Well done, sir. Again, it was a fix. Yeah. It was exactly. robbed. <laughs> Your whining isn't going to convince me this time. I was robbed. Yeah. Uh, right, okay. Well, thanks for that, Chinny. You won yet again. Uh, see, that's that... why Chinny needs to be the quiz master. So that he... I know, yeah. Chinny can be the quiz master. But I, I seriously thought I'd won there. Damn it. Well, you can go back and listen to it again and see what happened. Oh, don't worry. I will be. <laughs> <laughs> You're way ahead of me on that. Um, yeah, so, well, thank you for that, Duke. I thought that was a really good quiz tonight. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. That was really good. Yay. That was really good. Hard. The anagrams, the anagrams are tricky, but I think it's fun to see if you, you know, when it's you get cheesy when you type them out, though. Yeah, sure. God. I mean, let's... I hope people at home were playing along and pausing it and stuff. Well, I was going to say, let's just hope they're not doing that in the car. While <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm, click. Ah! Yeah, man, that may be a good idea. Right, we need to get the hell out of here. Yes, so, uh, let's wrap yeah, that's up. Been a long time this week, the show. Um, let's do some shout-outs and get the hell out. Uh, so, Duke first. Okay, I'd like to shout out my wife, the Duchess of Scat. Thank you for coming on the show and giving your thoughts on uh, Fright of the Bumblebees. And I'd also like to shout out Knight XXL because he said to me, I got some fan mail from him, and he was all about like, hey, dude, man, I appreciate that Parappa the Rapper thing. That's so cool. So I really appreciate him saying that. And uh, this soundbite is for him. Good job, Parappa. You can go on to the next stage now. Yahoo! All right! Brilliant, thanks for that. <laughs> and, and Ginny? I'll shout out to uh, Duke's missus for yeah. coming on the show. Uh, Stop looking and talking to my wife. Uh, and I'll shout out everyone that hasn't bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Well done for hanging in on there. But you're missing out. You really are. Now, so, does, I'm sorry. Does that shout out also apply to people who haven't played it, or just to people who haven't bought it? Just the people that are boycotting it, and they okay. think they're doing something. They think they're making a change. Okay. Actually, they really know they're not. Can I just say? Did you know Adroxky hasn't bought it either? He's oh a, wow. He's another one. Hardcore. He said he never liked Call of Duty 4, and he's not bothered about this one either. When I asked well, him. So it's not so much about his principles. No, he's not a boycott. He just doesn't, doesn't like it. Yeah, doesn't yeah. like the game. Full stop. Well, that that shout out doesn't apply to him. It's for people who go, I'm not getting it anymore. Because they probably you know, really want to play it, so there's yeah. a temptation there they're resisting. Yeah. Do you know? Actually, I don't feel like that too much now. I just can't be bothered. So you know. Bothered. You know. Um, Rich. I'll have a word with him. Um, oh, Rick. No, not Rich. Not Rick. Rich. Uh, Big Bad Danny. Oh yeah, Big Bad Danny. Yeah, yeah. By the time this is published, um, the overseas connection will be out and done. Yeah. However. So I'm kind of talking in the future. Uh, we like I'll that. have a word with I'll have a word with him uh, because I'll check this. I was checking the leaderboards on Call of Duty, as you do, Duke. You know, on the yeah, online yeah. leaderboards, just oh, to yeah, see how everybody's course. doing. Yeah. And Big Bad Daddy popped up on there. Hmm. No, that's naughty. Interesting. Especially so borrowed <sighs> it or or you know. He's got like really... all the single player achievements and stuff. No, I don't. Think, I, I reckon he's like a friend's brought it around or something. Yeah, yeah but he must be it, on his game still. list. 
Must be on the yeah, Somebody broke into his house. They had the game with them. They tied yeah. him and his family up, and they That's played exactly the game on his Look, Xbox. At least I didn't play it on my game Atari. <laughs> Why does that make it better? You well, spent five I only played hours playing it anyway. Although I did get quite a lot of achievements for him on one of his <laughs> other game tags. Um, now that's that's a bit bad as well because he did send me an email telling me to hold strong and not give in to temptation as well. <laughs> well, he wants you to be better than him. I know. What's all that about? Well, well I'll, 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 what I'll do because when we talk about what we've been playing, I'll wait for him to talk. I won't mention it. Yeah. And if he yeah. doesn't He'll have mention it, yeah, yeah, he's gonna be in deep shit. Yeah, I'm just checking his. I'm just checking his game attack now on Xbox.com. Yeah, you need to give him some serious stick, I tell you. That is, just that is very naughty, if he really has. That's bad. Maybe there's another big bad that he just spelt differently. But I think I don't think he's bought it. I still don't think he's bought it. But Look, even if he's rented it, that's as good as buying it in my book. He's wrong. I tell you. Terrible. Uh, Shouldn't have it on his gamer tag at all. Here we go. I want it. Last seen eight hours ago playing Xbox.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yep. What's on his card? He has... He has uh, he's playing Dragon Age. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's that? Sega Superstar Tennis. <laughs> Forwards of three. And uh, Modern Warfare 2. He's, he's got three achievements. He's a bunch of stuff trying to get it off of his game. That is really naughty. You've got, got to give it some serious stick. Even if he does admit yeah. to playing it, you've got to give him some stick regardless. That he's played so basically the first training level. He's, that he's, is he's, bad. He's um, back in the saddle, threesome, and danger close. Yeah, he's is, got three but... achievements. Oh man! And and been playing the multiplayer. That's bad. God, how do you know? How do you know he's been playing the multiplayer? Because he's he on, the, on lead- the multiplayer leaderboard. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Okay. Did he leaderboard for it? Well, oh. if nothing else, you can make fun of him because I have more achievements. Than yeah, me. Big Bad Daddy, you're a you're a cop out. That's terrible. I'm disappointed in you. Well, you we gotta hear what he has story. to say. We don't yeah, know the story. Don't, well, yeah, but I'm disappointed to him that he, the fact he's even got it on his game yeah, attack after everything he said. That's not good. Anyway, um, I'd like to shout out uh, your missus, <laughs> Mr. Duke, the Duchess, for coming on <laughs> and doing her bit for us, which was very nice of her. Yeah. And I've also received an email off Sir Sniper. Uh, spelled, and I'll spell this because there's a reason for this. I will spell it. It's S S N one P E R. I didn't S-S-N-1-P-E-R. put the E as a three. Oh, what a loser! He's not it's elite. S. It's a lady, actually. No, she's not elite. It's S S N one P E R. And basically, send me an email because she hasn't got a whole lot of friends on the Xbox Live. Oh, I know. <laughs> so basically, she's asked, "Can we read out her email and see if she can get a few more friends on Xbox Live?" You know, like-minded gamers. She doesn't want any spam or anything of that nature. Read out uh, her email but... or her gamer tag. Pardon? Read out her email or her gamer tag. Oh, you mean read her email out and then never mind. I thought you yeah. meant her email address. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Can we read out her email with her gamer tag and yes, can she have some? Friends to join her off the either yeah, off the O three fives off the four. Does she say what game she's looking to play? Because that'll uh, she plays a lot of Borderlands, and I'm not sure whether she's got Modern Warfare two or not. But she's more into sort of co op type games, I think. Right, what, what's the game? It's like I'll, I'll add her right now. S S N one E E R sniper. And it's the same on PSN for anybody who's on there. And and what I'd like to say as well, if there's anybody else out there who doesn't have a whole lot of people on the friends list and they want to send an email in with the gamer tag, I can read it out on the Stu, show. Stu, he just said that the gamer tag doesn't exist. Oh, I got it. I added it. One P E R. One. One S S N. One P E R. All one word. 
All right. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, if there's anybody else out there who wants to send me an email with, you know, get some friends on the friends list. If you only got, say, five people or something and you want a few more people to play with, uh, you can't go much more wrong than the 035s because they're a bunch <laughs> of good guys. Well, on the whole, bunch of good guys. And, uh, yeah. And girls. And they play a whole wide range of sort of stuff on That's there. That's right. So, yeah, send any emails to the daddy, all one word, uh, in lowercase, the daddy, dot o three fives at googlemail.com. That's the daddy, dot o three fives at googlemail.com. And I'll read out your email and hopefully we'll get a few more friends on your friends list. So We're matchmakers. Go. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and that's about it for me. So, on that note, we need to really, we really do need to get the hell out of here. Yes. Uh, so, yes. Let's go. So, bye bye. Start talking.